If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of primetime action. VEASAN's primetime action, that is. Live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. I uh, feel the power. Power rankings, that is. Primetime action. Power rankings. Hit it. Goes a little something like this. There we go. There we go. Break it down. What is that like? Uh, is this what they're playing at the old clubs these days? Like if I went to the old... Uh, That's like from Jock Jams. Hakkasan sure. or something? Was it? What'd you That's say? That's from Jock Jams, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Jock Jams. Jock Jams? Uh, who could forget? <laughs> Jock Jams. Uh, are they on like version like 96 by now <laughs> They still put out Jock Jams? Remember it was like Jock Jams 8. Like since <laughs> oh, <laughs> your summer of 1997 off right. Total late 90s. <laughs> Jock Jams. I'm looking. Jock Jams. Oh, like... Like, apparently, like, the original Jock Jams, like, if you can find, like, that one, apparently, I guess that, that is, like, full-on vintage now. Like, like well, they sell them on eBay. Give me like, one Give me one track that was on Jock Jams. What, what was on well, Is it more or less than a Gil Alexander? No. Uh, stop it. <laughs> don't. Let's not get crazy. It's clearly less than that. I don't even remember the name of the CD anymore. I spent $80. By the way, how quickly did we forget about that bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Love Zone didn't work as well once, when in, Danielle the, in the middle of July. Left, when and then Danielle, got Danielle left. left. It seemed kind of awkward after that. Yeah, a little awkward. <laughs> they uh, they started man, out. Slow gems. Slow gems. Look at that Forgot kid. Forgot about that. So they started out with uh, Young, the, no the, the Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble. That's how the sure. whole jock jam oh, yeah, started out. Sure. It went into whoop, there it is. Oh, you got to have whoop, there it is. Tootsie not Roll. Be, not to, oh, Tootsie Roll, of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
We got oh, It Takes Two. It Takes Two to Make Hip Hop Hooray. Right. Naughty by Nature. Pump Up the Volume. Yep. Going to Make You Sweat. Yeah, CNC, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. How did YMCA make it on the uh, Seems a little out of place. Yeah, uh, interesting. All right. I mean, you know of course, was... Pump Up the Jam. Oh, Pump Up the Jam, yeah, of course. Uh, EMF, Unbelievable. You're unbelievable, yeah, made right? It. Yeah. So, yeah, so those all. Oh, those, those are so 90s. Yeah. Good job, so there Jams. So was, there was five volumes. It was 95 through 99. And then 2001, they had Jock Jams, the all-star Jock Jams. That was like the Johnny United San Diego Chargers year. Whereas, like, the career was over, but he was still hanging on. I actually thought there was more of those. I don't know. Jock Jams made it to number 10 on the charts in 1996. <laughs> it did? On the, yeah. on the albums chart? Yeah, on the yeah. albums chart. Albums, Boys and Girls, was a thing where they had, like, a bunch of singles together on one night. Boy, uh, it, it, yeah. Jock Jams Volume 3, though, really just kind of falls off there. Because they used all the, the yeah, iconic it's like, ones. It's like, you remember that song, I Like It Like That? Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I like it like that. that like, that's on there. <laughs> oh, it's got, gosh, you're right. I'm looking at it, too. It's got there. Jellyhead. <laughs> yeah, see, no yeah. Diggity. Like, No Diggity isn't like no a jock diggity. jam. No. Like, like, well, like No Diggity's not a jock jam. Though No Diggity's one of those songs where the first time you heard it on the radio, like, I just slammed the brakes on my car. Yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> This is outstanding. This, oh, Jock Jams Volume Three is the worst. They just had to like they they they, they used one them all and two up. did so good. Yeah, that they, they used were them like, all we up. have to do a three, and then they were just they were just scraping the bottom of the barrel here. By the way, there was a whoop there it is, and there was a hoot there it is. A little uh, knowledge of there it is tracks from the nineties. Uh, Look that up. They oh, didn't have this. 95 South was one of them, and then somebody else did the other one. And then Volume 4 gets weird. I mean, like, how, you have, you have getting jiggy with it. Oh, sure you did. And, mm. like, but Backstreet Boys are on here. <laughs> okay, you're done. Salt and Pepper push it. Yeah, like, those like, are. What? Like, yeah. They're all over the place. That's not a jock jam. That's not a jock jam. That's what I'm trying to say. No, like, that's not a jock jam. jock jam. We all know what the definition of a jock jam is, even though none of us can articulate it. It's like you it. play it in an arena, right. and everyone's like, all right, yeah, okay. Like, we're ready to watch the game, you know? Like, the dip by freak nasty is on volume three. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, you're not sitting in a ring. It's like, when I dip, you dip, we dip. You're not like wow. ready to like wow. watch Matt the Brown just pulled it out there. That was impressive. You I know? didn't even know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Freak nasty. Want to see, can y'all do this? Right? No one pushes us around by JK Simmons. Isn't JK Simmons. The actor. Isn't he an actor? The guy like in whiplash, the bald guy. I think that was JK Walsh. Wasn't it? I don't know. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. You're right. J.R. J.K. Rowling. Just kidding, Dobbins. That's J- that is J.R. J.K.K. Well, oh, that's no. been Power Rankings Jock Jam edition for it, basically. J.R. R. Tolkien. <laughs> Whatever his name Maybe is. Maybe we should do some Power Rankings. Yeah, let's do that. All right, man. You're up. Uh, number 10 spot's just stupid. It's just it's the new team. It's like it's whatever team won, basically. Mm-hmm. Like So this week, Chargers, welcome back. You'll probably be gone after this. Welcome one. back, Chargers. you know. I, I mean, whatever. I'm um, just gonna put it on the record now. I, I got my I got my power ranking submitted before Matt did. So, oh, on the you, in other words, you guys have the exact same power rankings. Almost, yeah, almost. Um, it's ridiculous. Chargers at numero ten. Uh, Colts just sit there at nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there is a, I think there is a, a trajectory for them to. To really move up this, and then obviously a quick exit for for this team. So we'll just see how they look over the next. Wait till you see where I got them. Next couple of weeks here, Bills fall 
all the way to eighth. I mean, listen, I only had them at sixth as it was anyway. They come down a couple of more spots as well. They lose to the Patriots. They get bullied by the Patriots. And again, it's just there's a couple of other things that go into account here, right? Like not only what we saw from the defense, but then you 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 do go back to what was going on on the sidelines as well. And you just start to wonder, man, like we – this is not the first time where we have said – is Sean McDermott like fake sharp? Like we were thinking he was sharp a couple of seasons ago and we we're like, oh, okay, like this, you know, I really like McDermott. I think that's why this team can do well. And then a couple of different things over the last couple of seasons where you start kind of wondering what's going on there. Rams by default up a slot because I had to move the Bills down. Uh, Patriots, of course, move up after that win over the Bills. That is my 10 through 6. If you go into the top five, not a ton here of movement. So the Cowboys stay at five, the Bucks stay at four. I did flip-flop the Packers and Cardinals. Um, I understand that is unfair to a Packers team that is that was on by. That said, I just think it's high time that I give the Cardinals the full credit that they deserve. They continue to just go out and win. And I think it's worth bumping them up a spot because now I've seen Kyler Murray healthy. I've seen DeAndre Hopkins healthy. I've seen Kyler Murray scrambling around and running around and doing all those things that make him Kyler Murray. So that team is more powerful to me. It, it does make them, I do view that team as a stronger team because those guys are back out there and, and, and looking as if they are in full strength. And then uh, same as last week, Chiefs sitting at one for me. Macho Man was on Jock Dams, too. Like, did the village people have something on these people? So they kept getting tracks on these? <laughs> they are just like, how do we get – we need 19 tracks. What do we do? And there's like, call the village, village people. people. Yeah, just, just put another village people track on there. That's fine. All right, here are my top ten. I'm going to do it from the uh, bottom up. Rams, welcome back. Number ten. Titans, just to make – Matt and Kelly annoyed. I keep him in my top 10. And moved him up even. And moved him up. <laughs> Idle. Like he well, did it, he I did had, it just, just. Because just. I, I had to purge the bills. <laughs> Chiefs, they're in there. They're at eight. Chargers, back in and back in strong at number seven. I'm setting it up for the Chargers-Chiefs game next week. Patriots, you move up to six. Highest ranking ever that I had the Patriots. My top five remain exactly how they were. Colts, five. Cowboys, four. Buccaneers, three. Packers, two. Cardinals, one. I don't see any need to belabor this. I think those five remain intact. I'm not penalizing the Cowboys for having injuries. I'm not penalizing the uh, the Titans for having injuries. I've sort of maintained this the whole way through. And I'm with you on the Chargers in the sense that the Chargers are the team where if you get good Chargers, God help you, but you could also get terrible Chargers. Yeah, you, they're, they're, then you get bad Chargers and yeah. you moonwalk to a win. That's because, right. like, they, yeah, it's just that's that is a super Jekyll and Hyde team. But all three of us have them. I think they're the toughest team to figure out. Like they, mm-hmm. the Chargers are, I, I kind of like you said, Matt. My, so my my nine ten. I feel like these these two slots are replaceable week to week, depending on who's winning. But that I mean, this Colts team. We you know we've talked about this for a few weeks now. I just don't know. I can't get all the way there on believing in this team completely. It's just, I, I feel like it's a team that I'm still too reliant on the run in defense in today's NFL. And I feel like they've been you've been able to have success. And I think there's some t- certain teams in, in this league that, ve- that have been able to have some success this year running the ball more so than years past because you're getting more of these too high safety looks and stuff like that. So I, I, I don't know, but I, I think it's, it, it, 
I don't think you can argue as of today that those two teams deserve to be in top tens. The Chargers, when they look good, they look they look very good. There's no doubt about that. So I got them ten, Colts nine, uh, Bills. Yeah, I, I had Patri- uh, Bills above the Patriots, Patriots below the Bills. They were literally at six and eight. I just I just swapped spots where they were at. It went uh, Bills from six to eight and took the Patriots up from eight to six. Um, the Rams Bills. I kind of went back and forth a bit, a bit on who I thought should be above one another, but I, I think end of the the day, just truth serum. I would rather like if those two teams faced off today, I'd have a bet on the Rams over the Bills. I think that's you know we're talking about. I, I that, would. Yeah, we're talking about that game this weekend against the Bucks. But I think even the I would I have the Bucks obviously well above the Rams. But I think even the Rams, I would probably still have a bet on over the over the Bills if those two teams were facing off this. Well, week. I mean, you look at the you look at the Rams, right? I mean, we saw so we saw what the the Patriots were able to do, and then you've got the Rams now, who Daryl Henderson wasn't healthy this past week. They rode Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle was able to like you know was able to do stuff on the ground. Now, if you can go Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle, two headed monster against a team like the Bills, yeah, I think you could bully them just like some of these other teams have. And then uh, yeah, I mean, pa- Patriots move up is. So like they're six to me. That's as high as I can move them up right now because that's that's still a team that that was exactly mine. Six. Like yep. they are they are they're, they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. There is no doubt about that. What they've done this year, they far far uh, you know gone over the top of the expectations that I had had for them. But I just I can't put them into that top five. To me, they still don't crack where those other top five teams are at. But Okay, go to the Cowboys at five. I'm, I have question marks about the Cowboys right now. Like, is that fully healthy? Is that going to be a problem for the rest of the year? What's the, you know, is Amari Cooper going to be able to come back, stay on the field? These are all, I think the Cowboys have less of a margin for error with injuries than some of these other teams. And Matt, like you brought up yesterday about the Packers, same kind of thing, right? If Aaron Rodgers uh, or Devontae Adams go out, it's a major, major problem. So, I don't know. It's a, something that makes me hesitate a little bit on those teams. But Cowboys five, Chiefs four Packers three because of that I've still got, I've got Bucks number two I, that's one I I guess I want to talk a little bit about when we get back from the break because I'm a little surprised you guys have Packers above the Bucks I think the Bucks are kind of that solid number two team for me behind the Cardinals not so different you and I Kelly with these uh, power rankings we will discuss these further including what I would like to think is it kind of was easy which 10 teams because there's a lot of teams that suck that shouldn't be in If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. About that VSIN holiday offer, once again, you can sign up now for a $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. That's with all of the analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 back to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. How about that? It's not back, really, it's credit. You know what I mean. Limited time offers. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Kelly, email, that, email me that spreadsheet, man. Come on. I'm going yeah, to text it to you. Yep. You think I'm, you think I'm kidding, man? <laughs> I don't think you're kidding. No, I don't think you're now, kidding. What are you going to get these I presents think, for Easter? I think, you're kidding. I think you're kidding about checking your email, though. That, I'm being dead serious about that part. That I am. <laughs> Jock James am. Volume 3 only made it to number 23. Didn't they the know bill, did, on the billboard? Didn't they know at that point that it was over? I mean, when it only got when it only got to twenty three, when yeah. it peaked at twenty three, maybe they looked and they were like, "Well, Let's we go. had to like go and get another. We had to go and get that's the way I like it by Casey and the Sunshine Band and stuff <laughs> like that." And we were just kind of like, "Oh," which yeah. by the way was the jam in nineteen seventy five. Like they had to like throw it on here because they couldn't yeah. get enough songs to to fill the album. Whatever year that was. Jock yeah. Jams, volume three. Jam. Get out of here with your... Come on. Yeah. How do we get on that, by the way? How do we get on the Jock Jams, 
discussion. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Were we I, pumping up the jam I or something? I have no idea. I have no idea how we started this. Really... Oh, the power rankings open. Oh. As I said, it sounded like jock jams. Yeah, like jock jams. There we go. Oh, boy. Oh, well done. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, so about the power rankings, before we get into teams in our actual top tens, because I'm not sure we're all that different. We are, I mean, you know, here and there, but not, like, hugely. Once you – so none of us had the Ravens in our top ten. None of us had the Bengals. After, like, 12, does it fall off a cliff? So I can sh- – Is I that 11, my... 12 for you guys? I think Bengals is 11 for me. So I've got I don't my even four. know if Ravens are 12 for me. Where did you all have the Titans at? You still got you guys still have the Titans like twenty eighth or something. Whatever so you guys are ranking, I, my like full. So yeah. we've got my top ten on there. So 11, 11 Ravens, twelve Bengals, 13 49ers, fourteen Dolphins, fifteen Browns, sixteen Vikings, <laughs> um, seventeen Titans, eighteen. I didn't know he did this. I didn't either. Yeah. So seventeen Titans, eighteen Edmonton Eskimos, Steelers. <laughs> is, is this for your like your own process each week, or is it? Yeah. You... Uh, just okay. I do it every yeah, do right. it every week. Um, let's see. So twenty Washington. So like I would definitely have Washington tw- in my top fifteen. Twenty one Eagles, twenty two Raiders, twenty three Seahawks, twenty four Saints, twenty five Giants, twenty six Bears. 27 Falcons, 28 Panthers, 29 Lions, 30 Jets, 31 Jags, 32 Texans. 32 Texans, like, and falling. Yeah. It was so good to be able to to move the Lions out of that 31 spot, though. It felt good to be able to do that and feel good about doing it. I'm not sure I would have had them. I don't know if I would have had them there all year. I, I feel like the, the Jaguars have clearly been, like, that, that second-worst team to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know that I ever felt the Lions were the worst because they were always. Not no, always. I had them 31. The, the, yeah. the Texans the were 32 worst, across the board. Like, you know, always. the worst subtracting yeah, the yeah, Texans, yeah. who are clearly the worst, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, the Texans are on another <laughs> tier. Right, yeah. Like, we only rank to 31 because the Texans are in their own. They're thing. somewhere between college, the SEC and the NFL still. I am somewhat surprised that the both of you still had the Bills in your top 10. Somewhat surprised. I, okay. The pro- the problem is with that one is I don't know who the heck I would put above them. Well, well the Titans, of course. Right. It's what, that, that, <laughs> for me, it's more that right. Like they definitely they've dropped. That's how I felt. They've like, dropped far in my rankings. Yeah. But like it was hard to drop them much further than that so to me. That I think was the difference between this week and previous two or three weeks, which is I felt much more secure about the ten intact, and like after that I was like I felt no I was not compelled at all about any of the teams beyond where I'm like, well, whew, I don't know if I can't put the Bengals in. I don't know if I can't put the Ravens in. Like, I, I never had that feeling yeah, this week. I think that, I, for me, the ba- I, now, now that I'm really thinking about it, I think Bengals for sure would be number 11. So, so then, of too. course, Chargers got to go above Bengals, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, you're right. I, it, was relatively, it was relatively easier for me this yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, like had been 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 for me, fairly. So, like, I had... And it could have gone either way. I, mine's eleven Ravens, twelve Bengals. Could could go either way, right? Like, it's I don't have those teams really separated by a ton when it comes to to what I think of them and, and what they would do on a on a neutral. The hardest for me was was still putting Forty Nine ers thirteen. Um, 
after what we saw this past week, but then I did take into account, listen, there was no Debo Samuel out on the field, so there is there is that when it all comes down to it. So it, it did make them a different team. And so uh, still kind of keeping them at 13 was – was interesting, and I the you know the the other interesting one I think is like the Dolphins at fourteen, but if we're being honest, I mean like are aren't we aren't we favoring the Dolphins or aren't we like thinking the Dolphins are going to beat the majority of these teams now at this point that are in that bottom half of the of the league because now I'm getting to the midpoint of the league right like I'm, I've got I've getting to that like mid mid range. I don't. I mean to answer your question honestly, I don't know. Like I I, I think they're good. But I don't know. Like, if the Dolphins played the Vikings, let's just use that as an example, on a neutral, what's that spread? Aren't the Vikings still favored? Yeah, they are. Probably. Probably, I I guess. I think it's on a neutral. I think they're favored. I think it's it's three. Negligible? Oh, you think it's three? I think it's three. If Washington plays Miami on a neutral, what's that? At this, like today, I think point or point and a half Dolphins probably. I would say point and point and a half Washington, but maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd go with yours. But Washington, I mean, what did you just say you had Washington 20th? I think Washington would probably be 14 or 15 for me. Yeah, but also, you know, that's also taking into that's also taking into account, like, so now there's there's injuries stuff or whatever. I also see that the other thing that came apparently evident over these last two games is just like, I guess they're just going to treat Curtis Samuel with kid gloves because they don't want him to. I mean, he only played 20 snaps. He, he only played 20 snaps this past week. He only played 19 snaps the week before. So I guess this is the thing is like, okay, he'll just go run very limited routes because we don't want him to get hurt again. But the thing is, is that he's going out there. He's only playing 20 snaps. He's only got two catches for eight yards, right? I mean, like he, he's a, a non-factor in the offense. <laughs> oh, I'm, <clears throat> pardon me. I'm laughing because as a, as a Washington guy, it's like before this season, like Ryan Fitzpatrick is exactly the quarterback I wanted. And Curtis Samuel is going to be that number two <laughs> wide out across from Terry McLaurin. Wow, is this going to be great. Uh, yeah. No. You've seen him for all of uh, four snaps. Yeah. Like, both of them, and then the other thing was just the uh, the the and the Logan Thomas thing. I I I don't. I I think it's another one of those deals. That, like moving forward, I have to kind of like I have to take that into account that he's. I think I loved him coming back so much for this team and thought that that was such a huge boost for this team. And then to lose him again and to see just. Curtis Samuel not being any sort of factor for them, we're kind of back to where we were two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, like it's it's Terry McLaurin, yeah. and it, it, you know it's Terry McLaurin, and then whoever else can can possibly step up to to be that kind of number two guy. So, but it's it it is interesting though. I mean, I think we're all like pretty solid in the fact that yeah, Ravens on the on the brink, Bengals on the brink, and then after that, it's kind of like, eh, not you know, you know, not not well except for. Gil, you'd have to say the Bills were on the brink for you. You'd have to say they're at least on the like yeah. teetering. Yeah, no, no, like, they're right outside yeah. of it. Right. But the Rams are another interesting one too, right? Because on paper, they should be great. But like we were talking about earlier, it's like, oh, I don't know. Like of that of that second half, that six to ten, I'm just looking at yours on the side mm-hmm. here. They're they're the one team where I'm like, like if, if the Cardinals crush them this week, and I know it's the Cardinals and they're our number one or a number two. Mm-hmm. But how many times do we have to see the Rams lose a football game, right, before you're like, well, the only team they've beaten in the last month and a half is the Jaguars, right? After a while, you just, they are what they are kind of thing. So I, wor- I worry about that team. 
Yeah. But they deserve to be. I mean, they, they're a top 10 team because, like Kelly said, who else are you going to put in there? Yeah. Yeah. I think that they're like the Bills. It's like, hey, you're like, it's high alert time for you guys, right? Like, it's. Because you're right, like you've you've now seen like okay, just look back what they've accomplished over the past five six weeks, and it's like all right, there's not really much to write home about here, you know. Go out and get a significant win. Yeah, you wouldn't let the Colts or the Titans lose four out of five, and you know still have them in there, right? No, absolutely, no, absolutely, so absolutely. At some point, you're just like, what are we doing with this team? Where did you have the Patriots? We all had the, every one of us had the Patriots at six. That was like the one team. Mm. And they have to stop there for yes. me, me because too. it shows how I much we respect the, that top five. Because the yep. top five teams, because the five teams above them, I would easily have. I would, unless the spread was egregious, I would bet all five of those teams over the. Yeah, me too. Over I, the I, and your point was well taken. We didn't we didn't pay this off about how you had the uh, Bucks over the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, I actually I thought that more more interesting. We only got a short time here. More interesting with what you said, Matt, because you were going. I thought you laid out a good point about the Packers last night, where it's like, man, this is a Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers connection away from how good is this team really? There's and, so two, three, four for me, no discernible, like no discernible there, like yeah, quite literally no discernible. And those are shown in all the betting odds too. We'll come back. We'll talk some college basketball with Kai McKeon. Catch some action tonight from Three Man Weave next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action live from the South Point. If you're ever here in Vegas during the show, hey, uh, stop by, say hello. Except not during the show, maybe afterwards. Otherwise, Kelly's going to have to bounce you out of here with his beard shirt. That's right. I will bounce you. I will bounce you. You have I, bounced some folks, haven't you? Oh, I, I don't. At least a baker's dozen. <laughs> you know, baker's you got to say that whenever you can, right? Yeah, at least a baker's dozen. I've been here for a baker's half dozen of those. That's at least six and a half of them. I always, it, half of them you feel bad about, too, because it's usually some someone elderly who got lost or something. Yeah. And they're like, where do I cash my bowling tickets? Like, not here, not here. They see the TVs. They think, yeah. But there's oh, a, a special room. Been a, been a couple just intoxicated folk. Yeah, that's happened, too. Better stop by. There it is. Look at that shot of the lovely South Point Hotel Casino. Brand new chairs in the sports book. See, Try, tried him out the other day. Pretty comfortable. Actually. See Matt waving there in the back. That's Do that us. again, man. Look at you. Do, uh, see that? See that? See, There's that. Matt. Look, there <laughs> I am. Yeah, so that's us. We're trolling them now. There, yeah. So there we are. Come on in. Right in the middle of a segment. Just walk right in. There's a chair right next to me. <laughs> Stocks of college. We'll put you on the air. <laughs> we'll put you right on. <laughs> From Three Man Weave, it's Kai McKeon, everybody. How you doing, Kai? Hey, Gil. Good. How are you? Doing very well. At 3MW underscore CBB, where you can follow uh, the boys on Twitter. Uh, let me ask you, before we get to some games tonight, because I know you want to talk about some of these, but last night we were here on primetime, and we have the TVs on. There was no football last night, so college basketball, very few NBA games, college basketball was on there. And uh, Tennessee <laughs> Tennessee and Texas Tech was on. Oof. And the overtime there, there was like 21 points scored in overtime, but really regulation, it was 44 to 44. And I asked this of your buddy Matt Cox this morning. I'm like, uh, if you're on the under, you're pumped. Other than that, right. <laughs> um, who is like? Do you do you watch that sometimes and go, "This is uh, this is not good." Yeah, I think you need to find the the good in it, or at least try to be optimistic. So great defense by Texas Tech and, and Tennessee there. Uh, no, anytime a team shoots six for forty from three, which I think Tennessee was. Oh uh, my god, it's it's not pretty. They yeah, took I was forty threes. <laughs> 43s. Yeah, and that's not really their game. Oh, I, my God. I didn't know that. Six for yeah. 40. Six for 40. Oh, my God. Not 
not ideal there. Uh, I was in the undergill. Luckily, oh, very nice. Over time, oh, you were sweating then for sure. It. Yeah, well, you were sweating. It, you don't win unders too much in overtime, but uh, it worked out last night. Yeah, you could have endured about four overtimes last night. Yeah, I think so. Under, as that <laughs> ends up so. fifty-seven, fifty-two. The, well, the under. two teams combined to go for t- ten for sixty-four from three. They were it's six, not great. six for forty is insane. <laughs> and, and Texas Tech was four for twenty-four. But coach is just like, keep hoisting them up, man. Keep going, yeah. guys. That's how yeah. we're going to beat keep this team. Up there. Didn't work out. They lose Gil, overtime. Yes. You miss 100% of the threes that you don't take. That's exactly right. You know? Well said. Uh, all right, Kai. So we know, before we get to the, the rank games tonight, we know that you do have a bet. That is, uh, there's a game, Utah Valley and Southern Utah, that, that it yeah. tips off here in about a half an hour right now. If you someone did want to bet this, there are six and a halfs and sevens out there, about a 142 and a half total. Yeah, I like Southern Utah. Um, these two teams actually played last year, uh, and Southern Utah won by, I think, 10-ish or so. Um, I just think Utah Valley is flying a little bit too high right now. They've won four games this year in overtime, so seven of their wins, four of them have come in overtime, just have a horseshoe up you-know-what right now. Uh, and I think Southern Utah is, is, a, is a very good team. They can score uh, against Utah Valley. They can handle Fardaz Amak, who is their, uh, their, their best player, the best rebounder in the country, actually. Um, Southern Utah has the size to combat him. So I really like the Thunderbirds tonight, minus six and a half, minus seven, wherever you see it at. I wouldn't normally go to a Towson, Ohio State game, but uh, you're, you guys always seem to be back in Towson or fading them. What, what is it this time? Yeah, man, Towson's been ridiculous this year, uh, ATS-wise. They, they've been extremely good. You know, 14, it feels a little steep for me. Uh, I don't think Ohio State cares about this game. You could argue they're probably – um, being caught right now, kind of in a dead spot. Um, but they also uh, match up really well with Pat scary ball. Pat scary is the coach of Towson and he just basically rim runs and he, and he pounds the glass and Ohio state is a huge front court and they can definitely combat that. Um, I, I'm leaning towards the Buckeyes here, hoping they care for the game. Michigan State and Minnesota also tipping off here in about a half an hour. We got right now Michigan State as seven or seven and a half point favorites against Minnesota with a total of 136. What are we looking at here? Yeah, I'm actually leaning towards Minnesota. If you recall, uh, Minnesota at home last year was ridiculous. They they beat Iowa on Christmas Day, and then they proceeded to, you know, not beat anybody else. But uh, I, I I like this 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 team this year, surprisingly. It's a bunch of mid-major transfers. I didn't think they'd be very good. Ben Johnson, their new coach, um, they, they know who they are. They have an identity, and and they're playing well together. Michigan State's not really a team I'm looking to fade. They're top three defense in the country. But seven, seven and a half points at the barn, which should be sold out. It's a very weird venue, pretty intimate setting. Um, I think Minnesota can keep it close. I think they keep it within seven, seven and a half right now. Also about 25 minutes away, tip-off. At BYU, Utah State, six-point dogs. Yeah, big rivalry, too, in-state rivalry here. BYU, a couple big guys out of the lineup. Richard Harward, Gavin Baxter, um, two of their best big men. A lot of size they're they're leaving on the table without them in. And Gideon George, one of their better wings, is also perhaps a little injured in this game. I'm not sure if he's playing or not. I see the lines come down to, what, five now? Yeah, that's the uh, that that's getting pretty low. I, I might punch back with BYU. I was liking Utah State at the opener, even at six or seven. Uh, now it's gotten a little bit too low for me. I probably wouldn't take Utah State. That's going to be a raucous environment at BYU. 
10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Wyoming Cowboys and the Arizona Wildcats. Right now, Wildcats are big 16-and-a-half-point favorites here in a game of 151-ish total. Can they cover that big number? I think they can. I'm not looking to get in front of Arizona. I think they've covered, I think, every game except one. But I like the over in this game. Arizona has not played a game under 70 possessions the entire season. They've played some slower teams, whereas Wyoming's pace is uh, it's influenced by the teams they've played a little bit too much. They've played a lot of slow teams around the 300 level in tempo. Um, the fast teams they have played them blowouts. Can't really put too much stock into those in terms of the total lean. So I think there's going to be a lot of points here. Um, uh, over is a play for me at 150, 151. All right. Here's the all too early but interesting market nonetheless of making the final four. So not winning the championship. We haven't gotten to our NIT markets, which are always cool late in the season. This is odds to make the final four. These are available at DraftKings. No Rutgers, mm-hmm. no Seton Hall. Is that because <laughs> is that because of in-state on Rutgers? What is this? Why, why do we eliminate those? New Jersey? It's because of Jersey? Yeah, Jersey schools. Because of Jersey schools, that's why. Okay. So, um, obviously, <laughs> you don't know what the brackets are, but you could make some educated guesses as to where some of these teams will fall in the seed lines, right? One, obviously, being probably the easiest mm-hmm. of the bunch, but, you know, twos, threes, fours, maybe you can guesstimate, if you will. Odds to make the final four, you're, I guess you can see those on another screen here. What yep. sticks out to you as a team that could make it to that position, the final four of the big dance? First thing that sticks out is no Arizona. I don't see them on the board, so that means that they're probably a pretty good price, and that's the first team I would take. Uh, I think they're for real. Bart Torvik is an analytics site similar to Kimpom. They're the number one team in the country on that site. If you throw out preseason ratings, um, I think Arizona's legit, for real. That's the team I'm looking for um, that's not on the board right here. Kelly's and laughing. Baylor. Did we just omit oh, yeah. Arizona, Kelly, by accident? Uh, no, 9-1. to 9-1. to one. There you go. Okay. All right. Hey, nine to one. I, I like them. I, uh, Gonzaga even. Wow, that's crazy. I, I do think they'll make the final four, but no value there. Uh, Baylor plus four fifty is a, is a good value compared to those other teams in he- ahead of them. I mean, they're just as good as UCLA, Michigan, et cetera. So that's a, that's another good value on the board right now. What's Baylor's drop off from last year for the national championship team? Like significant, or I guess what you're saying is not so significant then. Relatively speaking, not so significant. Uh, that team was at another level, but so was that Gonzaga team. Like they're a tier above what we're seeing this year. I think um, still this season with the teams they're competing with in 21, 22, I think Baylor is still a top five team in the country. All right. So Arizona nine to one Baylor plus four fifty. Was there another one in there? Let's see here. Let me prove not Memphis. They're, they're in total disarray. I don't know if you've seen the Penny not, Hardaway quotes, not Memphis. Yes. Yeah. Penny Hardaway's. He can't believe that he has his own players that he recruited to a team, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm big on Kansas this year. So you're giving me the the fifth or sixth shortest odds. And I think they're probably a top three team. Kansas is probably a good pick there. All right. All too early. Not fair to ask you, but we asked you nonetheless. Thank you, Kai. Hey, Appreciate no it. Worries. Yeah. Thanks, Gil. Kai McKeon, everybody, from Three Man Weave. It's Kai McKeon, it's Matt Cox, and it's Jim Root. Three Man Weave. Do you ever, do you ever in basketball practice, you ever do the Three Man Weave back oh, yeah. in the day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Can I ask you a question? Because I had to do it, too. What in the hell was that trying to teach us, Three Man Weave? Discipline. <laughs> Teamwork. <laughs> Discipline. <laughs> it, Discipline. To, ca- to catch your teammates in your peripheral vision where you knew they were going anyway <laughs> in full court transition? 
J- Jim's a tough booking for us for some, Jim Root? some reason, right? Oh, yeah. Jim Root comes in studio on a numbers game. Maybe he doesn't like you. Oh. Maybe he's got a th- Maybe he's watching college basketball. Maybe that's what it is in our hour. Maybe, maybe. He's like, I'm not coming in. I got games By the way, how dare, you, how dare you assume my laugh back here is that we might have forgotten something <laughs> on a graphic. Was I right? I was completely going to double check <laughs> that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's Kelly's. That's the Kelly I did something wrong face. <laughs> Trying He's, to find that bet. I can't find it anywhere which here bet? The, to make the final four. I was going to take Arizona. I was just, you know, listen, smart people tell me to do things. We don't have that here. Either, I understand. So. Yeah, of course you're fine. Of course you're fine. Rumble, 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 rumble. We'll come back. Among other things, Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. Hey, Pro Football Focus. Hey, PFF. It's primetime action. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. 
like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. College football bowl season upon us. Um, do you make any preflop college football bowl bets? Just national semifinals? Do you do anything like mm. Mm. Maybe. Uh, if I have time to. The, 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 I will never just fire for the sake of firing, right? So, like, if I have time to do some research into something, then I will. But I just don't. I don't. I won't fire just for the sake of firing. Other than I did fire against LSU because who's going to play quarterback? So, I didn't do that. <laughs> so, I did take Kansas State. LSU favored by two now. Yeah. So, the answer of early bets would be no. Right, isn't that, you, isn't that what you, you asked early yeah, bets? Yeah, you just—it's just so hard now. With you don't know who's playing. You always had the weird stuff, right? The coaches who's moving on, who's coming in interim or head, who settled for a bowl, and that's the other thing. So I, I brought this up this morning, which is you get—you have to end up with college football bowl season. You end up being this amateur psychologist, and so you you prattle on, which I'm doing right now about this kind of stuff where you're like, oh, like I can remember one time I was telling the story this morning. I used to stay at the Hard Rock and USC was playing here against Fresno State. And everybody, everybody said, oh, USC's poor. They're, I guess, I don't know what the club was at the time, Babes or whatever it was at the Hard Rock at the time. They're all, it might have been after Babes. They're all in the club. Oh, my God, these guys are partying all week. Oh, Fresno State's the best. And then USC crushed them anyway, right? Yeah. So a lot of it is just utter nonsense in the end where it's like really you're, you're determining the motivation of these guys who didn't end up in a bowl. You're judging the fact that they went out at night because they're, you know, 19 years old. They're still way better. Than yeah, that, stuff's, yeah. that stuff's tough. You're always going to take it with a grain of salt of like, like, like back in Florida, you'd hear about like a team being out playing against the heat. They're out the night before. It's like, well, it doesn't always mean that they're getting, so drunk that they're not going to be able to do their job the next day. You know, it's like we, you hear about those things. Yes, the South Florida, the Las Vegas flu, they're, they're, they're real to a degree, but you got to yeah. take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it, it, so when I was in college, you remember Josh Booty, mm-hmm. quarterback for LSU? Oh, yeah. he, he had played professional baseball for the Marlins, actually, and then, um, and then came back and played quarterback. So, like him and his brother Abram, Abram was wide receiver, for the, they, they lived in the little condo directly below me. And, like, they would have people over, and they would be – but, like, they, no, none were drinking. Like, none were – like, they were, like, having, like, Xbox nights and stuff and whatever <laughs> and all. You know, it was like they were responsibly You're enjoying – You're allowed to live. Yes, like, they were responsibly enjoying life, right? Like, yeah. they would have get-togethers. And it would seem like, oh, there's this big giant party going on over there. But, really, it was like – they would connected up like nine Xboxes together. <laughs> We're playing like this crazy like thing of whatever the game was at the time, you know, whatever. Call it Halo, bro. Halo, yes, Halo, yes, yeah, yeah. Halo. <laughs> Halo. Yeah. They had like interlinked like nine Xboxes to play Halo against each other and all that stuff. So it looked like this crazy 
crazy college party, man. And then like you go in, it's like, oh no, it's a, <laughs> it's it's a bunch of dudes bunch sitting of dudes around in their jammies, <laughs> in gym bro. shorts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a bunch of dudes in their gym shorts and they're in some probably in their jammies, like sitting there playing Halo. That that's why college football balls. That's why like in game. Greatest thing ever. If you've, if you've got nothing to do on December or whatever the hell date, right? And yeah. there's three random college football games, and you're like, well, uh, it's just me and the couch and the TV. Let me watch the first couple drives of this. I was going to say, let me answer the same question you you, you asked Matt, who, who you know said he's not going to bet just for yeah. the sake of betting. I, I, will, I will not have an early bull bet at all before day of when I've maybe had a, uh, a few glasses of eggnog, and right. then it's like, um, hey, this game's coming up, and I'm getting sick of my family. Let me text my go-to college football people for see if a couple of them are on the same side, and then I'll bet it. There's a college, uh, there's the VEASAN College Bowl Guide that's coming out that you could read. You could read that. That's true, that too. Caution 1999. It goes nice with a couple glasses of eggnog as well. Eh, you know, I'm not an eggnog guy. I, I knew that. Somebody knew that. I can't get past the name. Do you like eggnogs? Like legitimately like oh, it? I like eggnog. Yeah. Really? Oh, some people love eggnog, yeah. right? Oh, oh, I enjoy yeah. it. Oh. With it's or repulsive. without booze? Doesn't even need booze in it. It's whoa, whoa! You would drink it plain? Yeah, I would drink it straight. That's yeah. repulsive. That is. Rep- I want you to be drinking it tomorrow when I come in here. Bring, bring me in. A... I'm out on Friday. We have to be. You have to. You have to be drinking it. Bring tomorrow. me in a half gallon eggnog. Will you drink a half gallon during the show? <laughs> How much? Oh, let's do that. Yes. Will you drink a half gallon of eggnog during the, <laughs> over the, show, over the course of, of the show? Egg, that's a lot of nog. All of a sudden, I'm interested. Hundred bucks. No, no way. More than that. Are you kidding me? One hundred and twenty-seven. It's, it's still eggnog. What if I got? What if I got so sick to my stomach I couldn't be there for Gil on Worth Friday? Worth it. One hundred and forty-three. Worth it for the no, right. hashtag for the content. No. Worth it. Two hundred and twenty-seven dollars. You're on. In. Me and Gil split it. Bring the nog. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We couldn't wait. Oh, we couldn't be say so yes great. fast enough. <laughs> Kelly thought he was shooting eyes like two, in, 27. In. In. Got ah, it. I don't care. Yeah. I, I'll do it. Got it. I'm not one of those people. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not, you know, who, who, who had the hot dog contest here before? Like, oh, I'm yeah. not going to be Greg Peterson puking on, like out there. I'm going to stop if uh, if it gets bad. Yeah, what's the edict that we can't have hot dog championships anymore? But no, nothing was ever said about eggnog. No. And no a half yeah, gallon no of eggnog is getting that. consumed on this program tomorrow. By the way, they, they had the hot dog thing out here. This was back in the day. And I remember sitting and I could see JVT who right pounded through the first few of them. And then I said to my I said to my girl, like on the mid fourth, I go, look at his eyes, he's done. <laughs> like you can see the moment where he's just like where you can tell the guy is beaten. He's like, I guess it's over. That would just, be me tomorrow point. Like like two thirds of the way through the eggnog, I would be like, There's no way, man. Like there's there's no way. But I'll try. I'll give it an honest effort. I'm feeling really, 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 really good about this. I do, I do enjoy eggnog. You know the Bulls are down nearly 20 at the end of third quarter. Yeah, no DeMar DeRozan. I have no interest. That's interesting. I mean, I've been keeping an eye. Let me ask you this. If we did have the Steph Curry prop available tonight here, which I'm saying we don't. You should absolutely not bet that. He is never. He is, it's an he is bet. 1% of the time making 16 threes. Let me just repeat what it was for Sorry. those who missed what it was earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry needs 16 three-pointers made tonight. 16 to set the all-time record, uh, to break Ray Allen's all-time record for three-pointers made. 16. Now, there's, there's, there's places with ha- which has this, that have this prop. I don't think it's available to us in Nevada. But the number quoted on it is, to do that tonight, it's 60 to 1. To do it in the next game, it's plus 275. 
to do it in the third game, it's plus 125, and then after that, it starts to get higher again. I, I do have uh, bets I've considered on this game because of that. Okay. But it is not that prop. It is the – I agree with you that he's going to come out firing. I think he will for the next – several games until he hits that mark. He has said that it means something to him. So I, usually when we hear people say stuff like that, you got to believe it a little bit. So if he took a record amount of field goal attempts or three-point attempts for himself tonight, that would not surprise me. If somehow you can find that in a market, which I've never seen before in my life, so I doubt you can, but three-point attempts, that would be something interesting to bet. However, this Blazers team is now without C.J. McCollum, no Damian Lillard, but you're hanging 15 points, and that number only keeps rising because everybody's aware of what's on the line for Steph Curry tonight. It's a solid point, Kevin. This has, like, not even backdoor written all over it, but if the Warriors get up, Steph's going to just keep chucking, and that number could absolutely come into play. So I think 15, or I'd look at Warriors team total under. Like, I, I think there's a for real possibility that, that he hurts his own team tonight trying to shoot that many <laughs> shots. Should probably rack that for tomorrow when he when, we, when he actually does hit 18. <laughs> when, he, when he hits 19 threes tonight. <laughs> so DraftKings does have a at least one three-pointer made at minus 10,000. Oh, my. So if you have a yeah. massive bankroll, you can get a free $100 tonight. Oh, He's going to make one. Speaking of yeah, in, that's in, true. I'm glad you brought that up. In the category of massive numbers that if your bankroll allows it, because I know some, some big bettors who are thinking about this, the Bryce Young Heisman Trophy thing. Bryce Young is now anywhere from between like minus 3,500, minus 5,000 with the Heisman Trophy. I know some folks who are like, how much money can I put on this at this Yeah, point? it's game over. He, he, there's, there's no way. Like they, they have six he figures. won by default, yeah. right? I mean, like, right. like the, they, the contenders all just kept falling off, falling off, falling off, falling off, falling off. And then, like, in the game that he had to do it. He was spectacular. Yeah. Well, he was spectacular against Auburn, right? That was really – that was the, was, was the Auburn day where also uh, C.J. – no, that was before. So C.J. Stroud had that ridiculous half of football. Was that the same day? I can't remember anymore. But I love when you look at me for questions college. like this. I'd like to ask you about Towson in college basketball <laughs> on the air. Kelly, which uh, college football Saturday was that? What do you think UMBC should do in this game against Georgetown, Kelly? <laughs> let's hear, let's I will tell you this. Answer it for at you. DraftKings, the, the prop for Steph for threes is uh, six and a half. That's it. Right. That's what. That's how they get to the, not the next game, but the game after being the short shot, right? Six, mm-hmm. six, and six. So roughly, it's uh, right, yeah. roughly. It's six and a half for him tonight. Three points made. I definitely wouldn't bet under that. I, I will say that. that I, that's really not even that high of a number for what his. I, what, I think he's usually four, four, five, five and a half is what his normal prop number is on that. Hmm. All right. So nobody wants a 60 to 1. Somebody out there is betting. Eggnog. For sure. Eggnog. When, eggnog is, when is the eggnog thing happening? Closer to Christmas? Tomorrow. 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 All right. Tomorrow, tomorrow it is. Tune in tomorrow. Thursday night football and eggnog. NFL next with Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. It's primetime action. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.